Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Blended Podcast. This one's going to be a little different, maybe just more good parenting maybe yeah, or health, we, let's not say good or bad i, I learned this the other day good yeah. and bad denotes <laughs> really bad stuff right like healthy parenting unhealthy parenting exactly. so this episode is going to be the best just about healthy parenting in general in general <laughs> in times of chaos and war yeah and everything that's going on around our kids have more access than we could ever imagine. Absolutely. So we thought it would be good to talk about ways to talk to kids about events that are happening around the world. Now, this, of course, currently, you know, with the stuff going on in Ukraine and Russia, like that is in the forefront. But this is applicable for any kind of thing like natural disasters, a tsunami, a hurricane, a tornado, anything that happens that I know personally I hold back a little bit because I'm like, I don't want to say something that is going to cause fear or things like this. So uh, just really good to like see some information on ways to talk right. best to our kids. Number one, limit letting them see images or videos. Now, not seeing it once per se. Right. But newses are famous for showing the same image over and over for weeks right you see the same explosion you see you know the same victims in something and kids their minds don't yep. differentiate this yep. so if this happened once they think it is happening every single day they don't yep. realize that's the same person this right. is the same clip on repeat on right. every single news channel so and I, if you let them see yep. the image once then try to kind of, oh, the kids are in here. Let's not be watching this. Well, I mean, you could even also, because they show it over and over every 12 and a half minutes, yeah. you could watch it the first time. Make sure it's appropriate, age appropriate, yeah. because sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, they do get graphic and on accident. Right. And, you know, if you've got a younger kid, probably not the best. Well, and kids are more affected by images than oh, words. So if a yes. kid hears a news reporter telling a story yep. about something, they're not as likely to catch on every word of a news reporter. Now, we know mom and dad, they catch on every word you say when you don't want them to hear. <laughs> but they they aren't going to be as likely if a newscaster is talking about something to catch on as it would affect them seeing an image of something that could potentially be scary. Yeah. Another tip, explain the basics. I'll admit this actually happened in our house last night. We were at the dinner table, mm -hmm. and Chris had the news on, and they start talking about the things going on in Ukraine. And, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, it was we were praying for our dinner. And my husband prayed for the situation happening in Ukraine. So afterwards... Lena looks at him and says, what's happening in Ukraine? Like, why are we praying for that? Yeah. And it was like, 
And he, which he's so much better. Like right. he explained, this is what's happening, and as you know. But of course, you could see the fear. Can this happen here? How far away is that? These are the questions she starts asking. Right. You know what I mean? So explaining the basics when they ask, maybe not volunteering this information, but like in this situation where Chris prayed and then she was like, well, what's, why are we praying for them? What's going on? Use a map. Yeah. To show them here's where we live. These are countries, you know, give them a good idea. Maybe if you travel to Florida on vacation, see like, here's us and here's Florida. That's how far away that is. Here's where this is happening. So they can right. kind of get an idea. And other than the map, just show them where things are happening. Because to them, just telling them this is on the other side of the world. To them, a country could seem like a county. Right. You know what I mean? This Is this happening, you know, just 30 minutes away from us? Or, you know, where is this happening? So I love that idea I of like too. showing a map. Well, and, you know, it's one of those tough things. Like you don't know what they hear at school. No. And so you just assume and they know. it could be false information. And it could be. But my thinking is like we are literally getting, we, we are hopefully weeks away from kind of everything finally being back to normal. Like I know my kids, my wife, they, right. they're, they don't have to wear a mask anymore at school. Right. And, Listen, I'm not getting political. I'm right. just saying it's the reality of they've lived in fear <laughs> from for two years. For a virus. And within a week of the the mask mandate being lifted or we found like literally the day we found out like, hey, next week you're not going to have to wear a mask. Right. Is the day all this happened in Ukraine. You have, have another And so it's like it's just something else. And I think our generation is kind of used to that. I feel like maybe our parents' generation, mm-hmm. you know, once they got past like Vietnam and Korea – I mean, yeah. I know the Cold War was kind of a, right. but for us, it was school shootings. Yeah, and it September was 11th. September 11th, Oklahoma City bombing. Right. Uh, Desert Storm, the Afghani freedom. I mean, like, it yeah. just is one thing after another for us. And so right. I think we take it for granted that this is all new experiences for them. Right. Like, my kids, like, probably would be too young, definitely, at 12, to even remember any of the the you know when we oh, went yeah. back into Afghanistan and some of those conflicts. yeah well just even learning my stepdaughter did a report on September 11th but you know right. doing it from the standpoint of someone who wasn't even alive then you know what I mean like right. was even my 17 year old wasn't born then like these are just things that happened prior to them their lifetime so it's just it's something in a history book which is wild for those of us who experienced it. Another thing is take their fears seriously. I think as parents, sometimes we try to explain away Uh like fears. And I am so guilty of this. Like, oh, you shouldn't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Or don't let that bug you. Don't let that scare you. Right. Instead of like embracing like, you know, this this is normal for you to be. This is scary. Right. You know, I think so, so much we want just to say, oh, you shouldn't be afraid of that. It's fine. Don't, nothing to be scared of. But yeah. this is something to be scared. Of. You know, I mean, it is with in reason you don't want to be a fear monger and make them worry even more. But we want them to know your fears are legit. Like right. you have a reason to be scared and and just know that their behavior may change. Like these are little humans, y'all, like just like us. If we hear something scary you know, we may get quiet. And one thing to do, like, ask them open-ended questions. You know, like, what right. did you see that scared you? Yeah. You know, what let them talk you about, about that. Right. What are you thinking about that's right. got you 
worried. Let them tell you. Don't be like, was it that scary image of <laughs> of that hurricane blasting through that house? Is that what scared you? No, like let them tell you mm-hmm. what scared them and let them talk about it. And then just reassure them that your fears are legit. You have a reason, but, you know, I'm here. Yep. We're safe. Right. You know, this is what's going on. So I don't know. Just lo- love that because I think that's something I definitely could work on is taking their fears seriously. Well, that and and I think what you just said, too, is not provoking answers but asking questions. Right. I think we can get carried away with mm-hmm. how we, you know, even like, well, how was your day at school? <laughs> well, it was all right. Well, did you do your English? Did you get in trouble? Like, right. Well, yeah, that's trying why I to didn't get him. Yeah. yeah, and so we, instead of just being like, "Well, Prompting tell me about something. it," like, yeah, you know, and sometimes you've got to be patient because they don't know how to articulate, right, what the fear is. Yeah, it's just scary. Like, mm-hmm. my middle son is scared of the dark. Right. He can't tell you why he's scared right. of the dark. He just knows that he's scared of I the don't dark. Like it. And so we're always like, "Well, what scares you?" Yeah. Well, I can't see. And I'm like, okay, okay. you know, what can we do to eliminate, you know? And so right. it's like that is, it, we well, know? are you scared of the dark because you can't see? Oh, I know. It used to be that way for me, too. <laughs> right. No, Dad, that wasn't it, but now you totally <laughs> now made me. Now yeah. I am scared because I can't Dad. see. <laughs> right, exactly. I love this next point. Let older children research events. Learn more about it, of course, with your supervision. Right. And the more they learn about these, whether it's a natural disaster or war or something like that going on, this actually can relieve mm-hmm. some of their fears. One of my favorite, of course, because I'm a library person, I love this, take them to the library. Research things. Like this This has happened that was similar to what's going on right now. And here's some of the events and things that happened. Like get rent some book. I call it renting yes, books. You do. Borrow a book, <laughs> my husband would say. Rent a book or even just sit down at one of those tables at the library. Lay out some of the books and be like, you know, like you said, this is Vietnam. This is World War II. This is things and ways things happened here. I I, I love that. Um, it I think it might be a pet peeve for me. I don't like. Well, why do you believe that? Right. Well, because my family does. Right. Because my dad does. Learn for yourself. Well, why Why do you support that political party? Well, my family has done that for a oh, hundred yeah. years. Okay. All my grandparents were this party. <laughs> like, we have to empower and equip our children mm-hmm. to form their own opinions. Right, and it's okay if it's not yours. <laughs> because at the end of the day, if we don't inform them... Mm-hmm. To, to uh, like, inform them and teach them to come up with their own opinions, then they literally are going to be herded mm-hmm. wherever those oh, opinions yeah. take them. We're, we're raising followers. Instead of leaders. And yeah. we desperately need to raise up a, a generation of leaders. Here's the thing, y'all. Learn together. Yeah. I know personally with all the stuff going on right now, like, I just told my husband over the weekend, I said, I honestly don't know anything about this, right. why it's happening, what it's doing. And he was like, well, let's watch some stuff. Let's get. Yeah. And, of course, new, different news channels can be jaded and show you one opinion or another. Right. But, you know, just finding out the facts and, like, where stuff comes from and learning. To me, I would never. I It's a pet peeve of mine. 
I would never give an opinion on something that I mm-hmm. haven't looked into myself. I'll just say right. I am not familiar with that at all. Well, you know I'll, what I mean? Like I don't understand the politics of it, and I don't yeah. understand this and that. But uh, and I'll be the first to say that. Like I don't get into that. Like I don't like politics and stuff. Like right. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't research it. I don't get into it. I right. don't. I, it's nothing that I enjoy or I believe that I've got to, you know, be. Uh, you know, get a master's in political science. Like for me, it's just like, there's a lot of other things that I can mm-hmm. focus on. That's more beneficial to the people around me yeah. than knowing everything about every party and every detail. And even we were, me and Megan were having a conversation with a, a gentleman the other day and his opinion came out and I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying it was wrong, right? but it was definitely different than I think both of us would have ever, right. ever have had. But I wasn't going to go research no. it to figure it out because I'm and like, prove them it, wrong doesn't, or... it, doesn't, <laughs> right. it doesn't affect me and my family or the people that I'm trying to love and make their lives better by knowing that information. I would rather make myself better by reading a book on leadership or, you know, mental health that right. makes me a better me to help the people that I'm around. Of course. And learning, like I said, learning these things not only could alleviate some fears for our children, but. In turn, us educating ourselves and learning more can also right. um, alleviate some of those fears for us because a lot of this is, you know, uncharted territory for yeah. all of us and and the unknown, not knowing, you know, if our country will be involved in this and in what way and, and how that affects us. So I think just this is a learning process for all of us. This is going to be um, continued. There's just too much to talk about in one episode. So the points we touched on today, limit letting them see the same images over and over again. Explain the basics when they ask. Don't volunteer this information. If your kids are oblivious, sometimes being oblivious is okay, especially with the younger yeah. kids. Um, take their fears seriously. This is one I'm going to work on, not try to explain away their fears. And then let the older children research events and learn with them. I love everything about this. And like I said, we're going to continue this. We've got several more points and just some advice. This is not us telling you how to do it. This is us talking ourselves through this and learning along with you. So be sure to tune in next week as well as we continue the talk on ways to talk to kids about events happening in the news. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.